today on The Breakdown. It's the 2015 Millionaire Maker, and there's only three players left. But there's a $635,000 difference between third and first place, and Olivier Bousquet is one of the three final players. There's going to be a huge hand that takes place, and Olivier is right in the middle of it. We're going to take it all apart right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. Yeah, man, it's a, that's such huge money for it's a fifteen hundred dollar buy in for those yeah. who don't know. Like six hundred k difference between third and first. Most fifteen hundred dollar tournaments in the world, they don't have six hundred k for first place. Right. I mean, yours, which is one of the biggest fifteen hundreds in the world that you finished fifth in this summer. Yeah, have under four hundred k for first place. Yeah. right. Right. So this is such a huge moment for these guys, and then they're like, "Oh, great, Olivier Bousquet is at the table." It's like, "How did you get here, <laughs> Olivier Bousquet? What are you doing here?" You know, it's like you get to the final table, the main event, you get heads up, and you get Gordon Veil or Dan Ott, and you're like, "Cool, I just win almost always, right?" Yeah. Or you get Olivier Bousquet, who's going to make your life hell in the Millionaire Maker, and it's just not fair at all. Well, it's probably pretty fun anyway because you're yes. at the final. Like you're probably That's guaranteed true. six figures once you get to ninth or, or so. Um, probably close to that anyway. Yeah, yeah, so it's a pretty good time in your life, especially if you're a guy who is like not that much in, as far as winnings. Right, right. Like, and I know for sure there have been Millionaire Maker and Monster Stack winners who that's their only hidden mob result. So, like, that's <laughs> that's pretty good. I, mean, I can think of one person where that was the case for sure. Yeah, our fat, our friend. Yeah, Mitchell Towner. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, it's like a big spot for a lot of these guys. It does suck that a guy who's supposed to be playing some super high roller somewhere in Europe right now is at your table, though. Yeah. Like that's too bad. It's like go play the like one thousand, two thousand no limit game in Bobby's room or something. Get yeah. out of my freaking tournament dude yeah that's not how it works sadly and uh bousquet is going to be willing to take higher variant spots because he's not money scared and right. i think that's correct because the payouts are 597 91.275 right so like playing for first makes a lot of sense here it sure does yeah oh well, is, it's a six hundred and eighty-five thousand dollar difference i said 635 it's even more yeah wow yeah i mean there's so much money still to be won it's i mean I can understand why someone would want to sort of fold their way to second if $200,000 makes a big difference to you, which it's going to make for a lot of people. Yeah. You know, and maybe the other two guys, I mean, I would really be like, it would suck to go out third when you could go out second if you yeah. like play a really high, make a really high variance play here, you know? Yeah. Um, and just the guy has the nuts and he's just like, call, and you're just out, and you're like, wow, I could have certainly, I would have had a great chance to finish at least second, and that $200,000 would have been really, really useful for my life, but if you're really playing correctly, you're supposed to be higher variance in these Yeah, spots. absolutely. You know, finishing second is actually is pretty good in the Millionaire Maker because Joe McKeon did it the yeah. first year, the year before. Oh, wait, no, that was the Monster Stack. Never mind. Finishing second in the Monster Stack is good because then you win the, main... the Millionaire Maker. Huh? It was I the Monster it was Stack. Million... I thought it was the Millionaire Maker. Pretty sure it was the Monster Stack. Okay, I, don't, I certainly don't remember. I know it was because I remember they used the Daily Deep Stacks chips in the Monster Stack, and they're slippery and crappy, and we were watching a little bit of the heads up, and the chips were all falling over, and oh, I right. recognized them as the Daily Deep Stacks okay. chips. Um, but yeah, but if you get second, the next year you win the main event. I so, mean, that's pretty good. So, um, so second's better than first. So Blumstein won, uh, finished second in the Monster Track. I don't have to the Mitch. I don't have it. In- <laughs> Me finished second to Mitch yeah. last year. It's weird because I don't remember. I remember it being a shorter Latin American dude or something. But whatevs. I mean, people change. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you know, I'm not sure about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I don't have it in front of me. You know, I could look it up, but that takes some time. Let's not waste the people's time. Yeah, we can't waste the people's time. Let's, let's get into the the hand instead. Okay, I guess we can get into the hand. But before we do that, okay, let's talk a little bit about nitrogen sports poker room. Let's indeed. 
Okay, so what's, what's going on on August 22nd, Jonathan? I think there's a thing going on. There actually is a thing, and it's the Poker Guys Bounty Tournament. Yeah, it's called, uh, I forgot what it's called. It's something, something like, like that. that. I mean, whatever, look it up. It's, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's on August 22nd. It's in the evening. It's, uh, I think, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, right, which would 8 be 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Right, and if you're in jolly old England, it's like, what? 1 a.m. But just play anyway. You're fine. It only costs 5 MBTC, which these days is about, what, 16, 17 bucks, depending on the price of Bitcoin at any one moment. But beyond the fact that it's a cool thing that only poker guys... Uh, people get to do, meaning if you sign up using the link in the description, that, of then this you're a podcast, poker guys person, right? And, and you can you, actually put that on your resume. Yeah, you I say mean, I'm a poker guys person, or get a tattoo. Get go, a tattoo. I mean, go for permanence. Whoever gets the first poker guys tattoo, and let me tell you what, it's not going to be me or you, Jonathan. No way, it's we're not, not tattoo people. No, but if you already have a bunch, just jam one in there somewhere. You know, nobody's going to notice anyway. I th- what what happens if they do that? Uh, you know, we we, we retweet it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe we'll do a quote tweet. I don't know about a yeah. retweet. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but the thing is this. So this tournament, there's a bounty on our heads and each of us. So it's only five MBTC, like I said, like 17 bucks to enter. If you bust me or Grant, you get a 20 MBTC. So that's like what? 65 70, bucks, 70 bucks. Yeah, yeah. $70 um, bet on uh, nitrogen. And that's a sports bet. You can bet on anything you want. They've got a million. Like they, they're normal casino slash sports book as well as poker site. Right. I mean, so you use, can bet on any game or anything. Yeah, use the link for all of the cool poker stuff, such as this bounty tournament. And of course, Nitrogen's always cooking up other cool poker stuff for poker guys people. It's true. But once you use the link, you can also do all of the other things on Nitrogen. They have a lot of sports betting, a lot, including an NFL survivor pool, which is uh, one of the biggest in the industry. Yeah, and I'm I playing think, it. I think last year, the guy who won almost $100,000, something like that. I'm in. Yeah. I'm uh, excited. There's a lot of great things about nitrogen. They're always improving. They just halved their rake. Yes. So that's a big deal. That's a huge deal. And of course, they're Bitcoin only, so you get the lightning fast deposits and withdrawals, meaning yeah. like within minutes. Right. But so make sure awesome. you use the link or else we hate you. Use the link in the description. If you can't find the link, because someone actually wrote to me on Facebook two days ago and said, I can't find the link. I'm not sure how that's possible, but I just sent them the link anyway, and yeah. then they signed up, and now they're happy on nitrogen. Right. But if you just can't like find you it, be. it's kind of everywhere. We plaster it everywhere. It's like on all our videos yeah. and all our uh, podcasts, so you should be able to find it. But really, just tweet at us. Yeah, it's if fine. Any problems. We'll We're do the work for you. It's happy fine. to help. Happy to help. Anyway, Nitrogen Sports Poker. See you there. And Olivier Bousquet is happy to help everybody else lose their chips. That's what he's going for in this hand that we're going to talk about here. Uh, as Jonathan said, we're three-handed. We've already made you guys poignantly aware of the money jumps. And poignantly. So, yeah. So it's a, it's a big deal here. It's very emotional. It's poignant. Like, isn't it emotional? Look at Olivier Bousquet in this video. We're going to make a video of this one. You're going to see him in this video. He's going to look a little bit emotional. He looks, gonna... he looks like his dog just died. And he does. Perhaps he was born depressed and he's a writer in the 1800s. I don't know. He's got kind of a look like that. He does look like he is halfway to being really drunk, but not all the way there yet. And he's got a reason to be really drunk. Yeah, it's like he just <laughs> found out his happen. wife was cheating on yeah, him. Or his he's dog. like... He's like the bad side of the country western music yeah. industry. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Except he's got more of kind of like a, a classical writer type vibe. It's true. He me. does because yeah. the hair and yeah. the thing. But let's not talk about that anymore. <laughs> let's talk about the fashion choices by Olivier Bousquet <laughs> at this final table. Yeah. Let's talk about Adrian Buckley. Adrian Buckley. Yeah. That's a fashion yeah, disaster. Yeah. Watch the video. You see the fashion there. What the it's like hell? If, it's like if Charlie Carroll didn't know what he was doing. Exactly. That's basically what it is. Like Charlie wears the fun stuff, but he's like he's got it kind of put together. This guy is just like I'm just gonna throw some colors at some stuff and hope 
It's yeah, good. I, I don't think that. I mean, I don't want to talk about clothes anymore. But my <laughs> gosh, this guy really, really this needs this to wear a fashion some, podcast. Really needs to wear some different things. Like those glasses are ridiculous. The hoodie is ridiculous, and they're ridiculous together. It's a joke. But anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. So uh, Buckley and Bousquet are close in chips to start the hand. We are two hundred k, four hundred k. Buckley's got twenty two point four million. He's on the button in this three handed game. Uh, he's got King 8 offsuit, King of Hearts, 8 of Clubs. 55 blinds. Yep. Opens to 900K. Okay. I mean, this is definitely in the opening range. Of course. So far, so good. Uh, Bousquet in the big blind has Ace, 9 of Diamonds, and 19 million. So 48 blinds. Yep. Or 47, whatever. Um, so what do you think he should do here? I mean, how much does the third guy have? I think it was something like 14 million. It sounds a about right, yeah. Uh, no, no, it was even less. I think it was like 11. Oh, okay. So he's got like 23 blinds or something. More than that. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, closer to 30. Yeah. Okay. So he's a shorter stack, but he's still viable too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could go either way with this hand. You could three bet it, but we can put ourselves in a lot of poopy situations. Yeah, I mean, we're folding to a four bet. I mean, if we're folding to a four bet, I don't think we should three bet this hand. We should probably yeah. just call because this hand's a little too good to like... Three bet fold, I think. Unless the guy's been opening a ton and you need to kind of send a message, like that type of thing. Yeah, maybe. But, but then are we going to three bet fold? Mm, I guess not. It depends on the guy. It depends yeah, on the it guy. Depends so on the guy. If it's if it's Victor Blom, we're never folding, right? right? If it's some if it's some guy who's been opening a ton, but we just don't believe has it in him to uh, four bet light, yeah. then we should four bet. Then we should three bet fold for sure. And that might be the type of player that you could find at the Millionaire Maker final table. A guy it's who's true. like willing to be aggressive but not take it all the way. I mean, know? I think you're going to find a lot of that. Yeah. Um, Ace nine is such a weird hand though because it's a really good hand yeah. and it's and you feel kind of dumb like throw, like three betting and folding it right. So and it's I kind of I kind of like just calling. I because do too. Of that. It also I mean it's not this isn't quite true but it's like on the edge of protecting your calling range here. Absolutely, because it is a pretty strong hand. I agree. It's, yeah. It, so you can still have a lot of things that it's harder to give you credit for. Um, and if this guy's going to open a lot, this like you're saying, this protects that range a fair amount. I don't. Know, I I, def, I would definitely call most of the time here. I think so too, unless there was a uh, strong opponent dependent thing going on. If we're in the small blind, I think we have to three bet it because we have to knock out the big blind a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we could we could decide to flat there too. We protects could, we that could. protects our small blind calling range. If it's we do true, that. but that's a much smaller range yeah. anyway. Then the big blind calling range is super wide. Yeah, right? that's true. Um, the other thing is, as a small blind, if we three bet, we can get into a bit more of a war pre flop if we want to. The guy is more likely to four bet us light. I think. There. Because the, the small blind is more typically a three better than the big blind. Exactly. So yeah. the button, if he's if he's a, if he knows what he's doing, is going to four bet us lighter more of the time. So we could decide to like I'm all in and pray we don't get insta called. Yeah. You know, because then we're obviously turning our hand into a bluff. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Which sucks. Sure. Which sucks. It does suck. That's why I like calling. Yeah. So I think calling's fine too. Yeah. Um, and that's what Busquet decides to do. Mm-hmm. He calls because he's really good. Yeah. And he he did all that thought in his head and he said call. Right. Yeah. So 2.15 million in the pot. Olivier is very depressed. We're going to the flop. It's a <laughs> it's a six seven eight two diamond flop. So that's a big one. That's because, a crazy uh, flop. Actually. Buckley flops top pair second kicker. That's pretty, it's pretty good. It's pretty good for him. But Bousquet, Bousquet, excuse me, has the whole world yeah. in front of him. He's got his whole life. You know what? This may be just the this hand might that be turns things around. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he can see the light now. He's like, okay, okay, I can flop the super combo draw. It's yeah. great. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, of course, Bousquet flops the nut flush draw and the open ender, the good side of the open ender. So yeah. life is good. Yes, life is good. Right. 
Uh, he decides to check. Heads up, I think that usually makes sense in this I think, spot. Yeah, I mean, it's not the end of the world to, to donk here also on an 8-high board where it seems to hit his range. And this is a hand he's happy to go with. So if he bet, if he donks, gets raised, he's like, I re-raise and like, let's go. Yeah. So it's actually not a terrible hand to do that with, but it's completely reasonable to check-raise this hand, to check-call this hand. Like, yeah. he can do anything he wants with this hand. He can't screw it up except folding. That's the it's only thing kind of you can a, do wrong. It's a fun hand to have. There's so many things you can do with it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Buckley's going to bet. I think that's clearly the right decision. I agree. I mean, is we often say we should examine these things that we think are clear, but I mean, he has king eight on a six, seven, eight, two diamond board heads up, and there's a lot to protect against. There is a lot to protect against. I mean, getting check raised, which could really happen based on Busquet's hand here, right? Yeah. Uh, it's going to put, I mean, Buckley can't fold to a check raise. That's for sure. Yeah, right? that's that's a reason to check back. Um, but at the same point, like, really, we're going to play that carefully? Like, yeah. It seems too careful. And don't we have to charge the draws? We can't just give all... There's so many bad cards for us on the turn when we have a good hand right now. Yeah. So I just think we can't fold, and we can't and we can't just check. I think we have to bet and call a raise. That should be the plan. It is very uncomfortable if we get check raise, though. Of course it is. It almost always is. <laughs> I mean, we could be drawing close to dead if we get check raise. We could, but rare. I don't know how often Bousquet is going to, you know, check raise the nuts on us anyway, or like 9-10 or something. If if he has a check raising range, the nuts are probably going to be in there. I agree, I agree. Especially but you know, on a wet board. but so are a lot of other draws. Yeah, that are not that we're that we're clearly ahead of, including this one. I mean, clearly ahead, but I think our equity against the check raising range is pretty bad unless Bousquet has a lot of random check raises. That may be so, but our hand this is among the strongest hands we can yeah. show up with here. So we just cannot fold to a check right. raise right now. We can fold later in the hand if we want. We cannot fold yet. I agree. It's, That's got to be the plan. It, and I think we both we both think it's a bet, but it, it it does create a bit of a scary scenario. This is one of the things that's tough about No Limit Hold'em yeah. is it's correct to bet and it's correct to call a raise even though you have bad equity and you're often going to have to fold later even though you put more chips in now against a player like Olivier especially who's much more likely not to have it if he check raises you than a lot of other players. Like yeah. There's just no way we can ever – we might – I mean – I think we're just going to have to hold on depending, and then see what the turn and river are and pray for bricks and then pray that we're ahead when the bricks come. I mean, it's a tough spot. It is. But it the is. hand is too good. The hand is too good to just bet fold here. Right. Well, Buckley bets $1.3 million into $2.15 million. And uh, Bousquet has the whole world to him now besides folding. Yeah. He can raise small. He He's can raise big. singing in the rain. He, so he happy. Can, he can call. Yeah. Uh, what's, he, the, what's the right move? I, that's a tough one. It, yeah. I think based on stack sizes... Calling might be correct because it kind of sucks to get it in here. If like we get four bet, we can't fold. Obviously, we go with it. It may not suck to get it in. We could be up against draws that we're crushing. I guess we could. If we could be up against the king, king queen, queen of, of diamonds. diamonds, yeah, king jack of diamonds. I don't know king if in this. I don't know if in this spot Buckley would four bet ship those hands. He might call. He might ship them though. Too. He might. It's pretty strong play to ship them there. It is. I mean, here's the problem with just calling. For example, uh, we could. I don't know why I said, for example. So we could, um, we can get there with a lot of this. Like we hit one of our draws. Let's say we hit anything that puts us ahead, actually. We make our four card straight. We make our nut flush. We hit an ace or we hit a nine. Guess what? All those cards kill action. It's hard to get more money out of it. Even if Buckley has a reasonable hand like he does, how are we supposed to get a lot more chips out of him if yeah. we hit? All those cards are going to scare the heck out of him. Yeah. So that's a real problem. Yep. Like, if we hit anything and we bet he's going to consider folding, he may call once because he actually has, he's near the top of his range. But he's not going to love it. He's, and if we check, he's always checking back if we hit any of those cards. These are reasonable points. This is, these are really good reasons to raise now where we really are still happy with him folding. It's fine if he folds and it's fine if he doesn't. And it's fine if he re-raises. So 
I kind of like raising better than calling because I'm afraid of the lack of implied odds, actually, with this hand. Yeah, and we can have a lot of raises on this board. We can have a lot of two pairs. We can have straights, and we can have combo draws or just flush draws. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that means raising can be part of our overall range here, which is kind of cool. But I think Bousquet, more than the other players at the table, is probably stuck in his metagame, mm -hmm. and he's trying to play his metagame correctly. Yeah. And... That like it's a really cool thing to just call with massive draws as far as a metagame is concerned. I agree. But I think it's also cooler to do it when you're in position than out of position. So like you hit your massive draws and it goes check check a lot, or you're forced to donk and it looks like you got there. It's, it's so obvious. It's even a further meta step when you do it out of position. <laughs> like, I mean, okay. Because like how can you have that? You know? Like I mean, maybe he does get more action even when the draws come in because the guy doesn't put him on the draws. I mean, I think you're really stretching though, don't, yeah. don't you? I mean, like, sure, but Bousquet could have seven seven nine, you know, seven nine off suit. And look, then the ten comes or the six comes or the seven comes or the nine comes, and all those cards are gonna scare uh Buckley, right? All of them. He I doesn't mean, have that hand, but I'm saying like that's a hand, by the way, Bousquet would just check call with a pair and a straight draw. He might also just check call with the straight draws anyway or with his draws because it's so cheap. But this monster draw, I think we're supposed to put this in the raising range because we're gonna, we need to balance our strong value with a hand like this, which is still strong but isn't the same kind of value. That's right? reasonable. That we actually want, we don't mind to fold versus we really want to call. These are all reasonable points. Part, Bousquet does decide to call. Yeah. Um, part of the reason might be that he doesn't want his opponent to fold. He doesn't want Buckley to fold right now, and Buckley has a lot of air here, right? Like, Bousquet uh, yes. has a hand that he can turn into a bluff catcher later if he doesn't improve. That's it's, true. It's a strong enough hand against Buckley's button range. No question. If the board runs out properly, but Bousquet doesn't improve, he can still win the hand. I did think of one other thing, too, which is a reason to call. If we think Buckley's really aggressive and he's going to rep the scare cards, actually, we can make our draw and we check. Now, Buckley has a hand that he would check back because he actually has top pair. Right, yeah. But if he doesn't have that, if he's got, you know, King Do suited here and a 10 comes on the turn or a 9 comes on the turn, I guess. Um, 10. Oh, yeah, 10. Actually, it could be a 9 also, really. But anything like a diamond, anything, we check again. Buckley may be the kind of guy, and actually it's not unreasonable, to keep firing. And then we could, like, take a while and call and then check again on the river with the intention of check raising if we have, like, a, I don't know if, yeah, I think we'd probably check raise a 10. Um but certainly if a diamond came or something like that, we might, we might actually be trying to give him rope. You know? So yeah. that would be a reason to just call. Yeah, th those are all very reasonable because um, all of the points you made earlier, which were good points, were kind of in the mindset of Buckley has something. Exactly. And he often doesn't. Right. Right? So, and that, that plays into the metagame that I was referring to pretty well because when Bousquet just, just calls, Buckley's probably putting him on a lot of one-pair hands. Right? Or draws. I mean, or he can have... He can have a lot of straight draws too, right? I mean, if if, if Olivier has King Ten, he's going to call. Sure. If Olivier has King Nine, he's going to call or raise. Like all the draws, really, with overs, he's calling with for sure. But he might raise those, is what I'm saying. Right. Oh, when he just calls, you're yeah, because he just so if he just calls, he then Buckley's not going to assume those draws as often. Buckley's going to think he has more of the draws in his range than Busquet has in his range, mm -hmm. and then maybe barrel off with his air later, like you're yeah. talking about. Okay, that's that's a fair point. Yeah, that's a fair point. Especially when you don't have anything, it's easy to like be very fanciful with the range of the other player. You know, right? You have king queen of spades here, and you're thinking, okay, well, I have so many outs to win because like any of the draws come in, I can rep that strong. Right. Like he's not really repping a draw. Yeah. He's repping one pair. He's calling here. He's repping showdownable value. Yeah. It turns out. Olivier actually does have showdownable value, right. but really he's got the monster draw. 
Yeah. So that's interesting. Okay. So as long as Buckley is that kind of a guy, then that's cool. Then I think it's fine to play this hand this way at least some of the time. We have to raise this some of the time too, clearly. Right. right? But I think it's not a disaster to call because of the air in Buckley's range. Agreed. Okay, cool. Glad we, uh, we talked that one through. Yeah. All right. So that's what Bousquet does. The pot is now 4.75 million. Going to the turn, we got the 6-7-8 board, two diamonds, Bousquet with the ace-nine of diamonds, and Buckley with the king-eight offsuit. Uh, no diamond in his hand. No king of diamonds. The turn is the queen of clubs. Nobody really wanted to see that card. No. That's not a great card for either player. No. Uh, and that is probably why it goes check, check. Yeah. Now, it would be kind of absurd for Bousquet to lead out now, right? It seems like a weird time to just lead out. That card is better for his opponent's range than for his. Yeah, because Buckley has all the queen X. By the way, now we can get blown off the hand. Yeah. So let's not let's not like I think we can't fold if our opponent bets. We're gonna call. Yeah. So that that's a we little... can even check raise, but we're definitely not gonna. I think leading is a bad idea. So that's a little bit trivial. So the the question is Buckley's check. Is yeah. this a correct check here when he has king eight here? Because David Tuckman actually asked about this in the yeah. video. He asked it in sort of like. Uh, should Buckley be checking here? Almost like he definitely shouldn't be. He, right. David Tuckman has an opinion about it. Um, I don't think it's nearly as obvious as David Tuckman seems to think. No. Anyway, I think it's at, at a minimum very, very, very close. And I think it's certainly fine to check here to induce bluffs. You know, um, we can absolutely get blown off the hand ourselves if we bet, which in fact may be what would have happened because Buckley does check. Yeah, he might have gotten check raised, but I, th I think I like the check. I'm thinking about it a little bit. Good. And I think I like it for a couple reasons. Um, the main one is that we have one of the best showdownable hands on this flop mm -hmm. between between us and Bousquet, who just flats the flop, and we put Bousquet on showdown value, right? Yeah. So we are often ahead of him. Yes. And most of the hands that Bousquet has that we're beating, he's going to fold to a turn bet now because that queen is all over our range. He's going to have to strong. I mean, if, if we've been double barreling a lot, we may get calls here, but... Now we're getting a little crazy, right? Where we can get value on the river anyway. Right. Like we have Queen Deuce suited, not in diamonds. Bousquet does not, right? And we have everything else right. like that right. that has a queen in it. And yeah. Bousquet does not. So because this card is so good for our range, we're afraid we're gonna chase away all of the showdownable hands that we're beating that Bousquet has. Yeah. And also like if the if the draws miss, Bousquet might bet. Yeah. Because if he had a draw. Right. If he has value, he might bet. We can call. You know, so he may bluff or he may bet for value. If he checks again on the river, we can bet, assuming, depending on what the river is, but let's say the river's another queen. If he checks again, we bet super comfortably, right? right. Like, we have the best hand. We hope we get called. Yeah, exactly. And um, beyond that, I think the draws aren't there as frequently as the Shredentable hands because of the mm -hmm. flop discussion Agreed. that we had. So we're not as afraid of giving those a free card. Mm -hmm. Like, when we're watching this video, we're like, oh, no, he's giving him a free card. You know, like, Busquet has so many outs. But yeah. really, we don't think that's there that often. Right. Right. So I actually like the check. I think it's good. And honestly, like if we if he has some of those cards, I mean, it is different. We'd rather charge him. If we knew what Bousquet had, we'd certainly want to Bousquet, excuse me, we'd want to bet, obviously. Clearly. But um but I I do think this is a very reasonable check because I mean getting check raised here is a disaster for us, right? Like if Olivier has Queen Seven suited, yeah. which he can absolutely have. Right. Um or Queen Six suited. Yeah. Or Queen Nine suited or, you know, whatever. There's all these hands he can have where now he's got a monster and he absolutely can be check raised. He's not going to check raise Queen Nine. Um, okay, but Queen Six and Queen Seven he yeah. can, right? Yeah, I think he might. For um, sure. Or he could also have flopped a really huge hand and yeah. be check raising now. I mean, we can do, he can be doing all sorts of things. If it's a deuce of hearts on the turn, I think we could really strong. I think we should probably bet again. Um, 
to, to actually charge the draws and feel like we and, have the and, best hand. And then we can always. get value from those showdownable hands because the queen is a much scarier card to Bousquet than the deuce. Right, and if especially for the kind of guy who does barrel. Yeah. Like, wow, this is great. We actually kind of have it, and we can barrel, and Olivia may do some crazy stuff. Hopefully just call because it's easier yeah, for Yeah, no, us. that's way better. That's way better than <laughs> When I say crazy. crazy, that's what I mean. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, the, the worst case scenario is b- betting the turn with this top pair if it's a deuce on the turn and getting check raised. And we're like, oh, like, God, we might be drawing dead. I probably have to fold. Yeah. Even though it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, all in all, it sounds like we both like the check. Yeah, I like the check. All right. So, board, six, seven, eight, two diamonds, turn, queen of clubs. We got king eight for Buckley. We've got ace nine of diamonds for Bousquet going to the river. Okay. River is the king of spades. Okay. Great card for Buckley. Buckley. Buckles. Adrian. Don't do it. Don't That's do it. a reference. Yeah, to uh, Rambo. No. Yeah, to uh, the, end the Expendables. It's the end of the, Rambo. The Expendables. <laughs> I think Commando. It's Commando, right? With Commando is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, with Alyssa Milano. It's like, Alyssa, Alyssa Milano says that. Adrian! <laughs> That's what that, Yeah. Okay. No, I'm coming around. I yeah. think you're right. I think we're going to have to... We're in movie trivia later. We'll oh, talk about we can't that. wait. Yeah. Um, so King of Spades. Buckley now has middle and top pair. Yeah. Flopped top pair. Rivered the other top pair. Huge, huge river for it's, Buckley. It's a great spot. He's probably not expecting to be able to get much action, though. Like, what can Bousquet have in call now? It sucks. Um, well, he did have showdownable... We thought he had a showdownable hand on the flop because he just called, right? Right. A lot of the time. Um, we're hoping... I mean, look, right now, because we're in position, it's kind of great to be in position with this hand, right? Yeah. Because if Bousquet has air, he's going to bluff it now, right? If he misses draw, he's going to bluff it now. Not every time. But a fair amount of the time. You're right, not every time. And if he's got a showdownable hand, he's going to check and have to consider calling at least. So Right, but the king is all over our range. Of course it is. We have way more kings than Bousquet. Of course we do. So I don't know if... I think you're overestimating the bluff frequency here. It's not a great card for Olivier to bluff, I agree. But he may just... If he feels like we're opening super wide in the button... Yeah. He could, you know, he could absolutely turn his hand into a bluff. I mean, his, his draw into a bluff, and rather than just check and give up. It's also hard for him to have a draw at this point based on the flop play. It's not. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. It's harder than it is. He can have an open ender. He can have overs and a gut shot. He doesn't have to raise those hands. Yeah, but I don't know if he would rep the king, lead out on the king here, because it's so good for Buckley's range. Like, if Buckley has any king in his hand, he's not folding, obviously. Of course not. We no, yeah. wouldn't be targeting a king. Right, but we well, don't you'd have... Be targeting, you'd be targeting ace highs, and you'd be targeting uh, uh, six sevens and eights. Specifically, that's where you're trying to move off the hand. You're, and you're saying, I have a queen or a king myself. That's I you're guess saying. you're saying that, but it's hard to have that. It's really hard to have that. You, need to, have, you, basically, you basically have to have like king nine or king ten. We have a massive that. range disadvantage as Bousquet here. I agree. So I don't think it's a good bluff card. I agree. I think you're totally right, and we probably shouldn't bluff this card. All right. So Bousquet doesn't. He checks. Good job. Well, this hand's over, right? What's his face is going to win? Yeah. Buckley bets 1.9 million. Super in, small. Into 4.75. It's not super small. How much did he bet on the turn? Uh, on the flop? 1.3. Okay. So 1.9 into 4.75 is on the small end of things, but it's not crazy for a tournament. Okay, no, that's true. Uh, but he's basically saying, I hope to get a tiny bit of value out of your seven. Right. Yeah. Consider calling. At least consider it. Please. Right. That's that's the reason for the size of this bet, I'm yeah. sure. Uh, Bousquet is not having it. He's he's not going to call. He's, he shouldn't call. Well, I mean, he could call, actually. He's got the ace high. He yeah, he could call. call with ace high, but it seems like a bad time to bluff catch. He, I think... The king is a bad card. Yeah. Okay. So is the queen. We're gonna have to break this one down worse. pretty hard. I think we're gonna have to do a. <laughs> we're gonna have to do a real, real tough one. All right. All right. So Bousquet decides now I can bluff, and I think this is a far better idea than trying to just lead as a bluff because you're never getting a one pair hand that's decent to fold if you lead as a bluff here. Agreed. So 
Busquet raises big. Raises to $8 million over the $1.9 million trip back. This is a pretty outrageous play. This is a crazy play. This is half of Busquets' remaining stack that he's yeah. putting in here as this bluff. And let's let's think about this for a second. One of the things that's really cool about this play is, so Olivier has ace nine. Yeah. The hands that ace nine can call and beat are certainly going to fold to this race, obviously. Yes. Um, but all the hands that ace nine would call and lose to, if you take that whole range of hands, most of those hands are now going to fall to this check race. Yeah, it's hard for Buckley to... Sh- like, Buckley's specific hand is a really unfair run out for Bousquet when he makes this play. Because imagine for a second Buckley is 6-7 suited, right? Yep. So he flopped bottom two pair. I think we're getting a bet on the turn from Buckley at that point. If Buckley f- turned two pair, he has queen 6, queen 7, or queen 8. I think we're getting a bet from Buckley on the turn at that I point. I agree. So we eliminate most two-pair and better hands because all of the two-pair and better hands that were either on the turn or the flop are likely to bet the turn. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why Busquet pulls the trigger here. He's thinking Buckley has a one-pair hand, and or he's, Buckley's got a bluff that's going to fold anyway, or he has a lot of kings in his range. He has the king-deuce suited or, or even up to ace-king, whatever. Ace-king is probably going to fold. There's actually a small chance, depending on the kind of player Buckley is, that he could have a under-pair and turn into a bluff on the river because Bousquet calls the flop and then checks turn, checks river. Oh, yeah, to get a 6, 7, or 8 to fold. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, well, that's good for my range, and I'm losing this hand most of the time. I yeah. should bet a little bit and see if I can just win. Right. Um, and then Bousquet can't, Bousquet can't beat that. Yeah. So that's an, uh, but it's going to insta-fold when we raise, right? It's never going to—well, never is a strong word. It's very rarely going to hero us there, right? A pot yeah. fours or something like right. that. It's a crazy It's a hero. tough spot. I'm, I'm folding that with comfort and yeah. ease, you know? Yeah, so I think we're going to get a little pushback uh, on the video, specifically when when we make the point that we think Buckley's not going to check the turn with a two-pair hand. I think we might get some pushback from people who who think that that's not the case. Really? Even on that wet a board? I think most people would think You've seen on the that. comments before, right? Well, look, there's always pushback from someone somewhere. Yeah. People always, there's, you know, we get all range of opinions are on the board, so yeah. always there's some people disagreeing. But I would expect most people would agree that on a board that crazy wet, yeah. that you just absolutely have to bet two pair on the turn. Yeah, I think that's, and I think it's as simple as that. I just wanted yeah. to outline why. Just to make it pretty clear, like, okay, there's a ton of bad cards for us with two pair. We can still get value. Let's go. Let's yeah. bet. Yeah, absolutely. We'd expect to get value actually with yeah. two pair, and we're willing to go with the hand. Yeah, like we may be behind, but we're willing to go with it now. Yeah, although it's scary based on the stakes and everything. Sure, but yeah. we're three handed. We're not folding two pair. Yep, you know, we're not. just not doing it. All right. So what are we doing here with our two pair on the river? Because Busquet, I think let's let's uh, wrap up our Busquet discussion though, okay. and, and say I think this is a good play. I'm gonna fall on that side. What what are you, how are you feeling about it? I mean, look, if Buckley doesn't hit a king on the river or an eight on the river, it's going to be almost impossible for him to call this check raise, right? Yeah. Now, he may not be betting as much as we think, but let's say Buckley has king jack. Yeah. So he bets flop. Oh, gosh, that didn't work. Yeah. Checks the turn, giving up sort of with some showdown value. Yeah. Praying for some help. Hits the miracle card on the river, bets for value, gets check raised. I mean, you can decide to call with King Jack here. You can. You can, but it sucks. It sucks, and it's for a huge amount of your stack. It's 20 blinds. Like, if you lose this pot, you're going to be down to what? Like 12 million, right? You're right. Gonna be, it's going to be... Olivia's going to have all the chips, and you or the other guy are going to be short, and that's it. Right? Here's a piece of it that we haven't talked about yet that might be a bit of an issue. Mm. What's Bousquet repping? He's repping 910. Yeah. He's saying, I was willing to... I knew my man. I was going to check all the way to the river with the 910. He's repping kings up. Yeah. He can have kings up for sure. King six, king seven. King six, king seven. Even as high as king queen. 
He never has king-queen unless it's of diamonds. Why does he never... Oh, because of the flop call. Yeah. You're right. Um, king-queen of diamonds, exactly. You're right. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Could he? Are we sure he's fold? Uh, because there's two diamonds on the flop. Also, you think he's just folding king queen to one bet on the flop? I mean, you have king of spades, queen of hearts on this flop. You're really just going to call and hope for good things to happen. Like, I mean, hope true. if you hit one pair, it's okay. Buckley has to be with the guy who doesn't barrel yeah. for that, right? He has to be the guy who immediately gives up on yeah. the turn. If he does that, then we could actually call and think like, "Well, I have the best hand a lot, and I have some overs." Yeah, as, as backdoor help. I mean, maybe he calls with like one combo of king queen that's not diamonds on the flop. I don't know. Not very often. Yeah. I'll give you that. And I don't know that Buckley's that guy. Right. I mean, I really don't know. But he dresses like that guy. Who gives up a lot? No, no. Who, who doesn't, doesn't have it? Right, right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I don't mean the guy who doesn't have it. I mean the guy who doesn't have it and gives up um, right yeah. away. He doesn't dress like that guy. Right, exactly. So that's <laughs> so it's less likely we're just going to flat with king queen there on the flop, right? We're yeah. probably, probably going to dump it and be like, whatever. Yeah, so just stupid. fold. Whatever. Um, it is a terrible flop for king queen's range. Okay. But yeah, he can have kings up. Some, some kings up. What else can he have? He can have 9 10 for sure. He can have actually all the straights. He's, I mean, he's probably going to be balanced and choose some straights as check raises on the flop and some as, as mm-hmm. calls. And he's probably going to, I guess, 9 10 is the least vulnerable. So that's a good one to put as a call. But the thing is this how many of those straights is he really going to check raise the river with instead of betting after it goes check, check? Right. On the that's turn? a problem, too. He's, you'd expect he's going to just try it because, like, because like we're saying, the the king now, once once the queen gets checked through, we expect Buckley doesn't have a queen very often. Mm-hmm. But the king now is another card that's all over Buckley's range. Like we I guess we could go for the check raise and hope he heroes, but it's hard to hero with one pair, and which is why this bluff should work. Mm-hmm. Right? So this story doesn't quite add up a hundred percent based on what we're repping as Bousquet. We have to believe that Buckley is gonna rep the king whether he has it or not. And he's yeah. capable of folding when he does have it. We need to have both those things in play for this to be a good check raise, I think. And because the story is fishy. It's it's the same fi- it's the same story that from way back when, one of our first videos, we did Kyle Julius versus Juan Lu. Yep. She opens with fours under the gun, he calls with queens plus one. On a king high board, she bets he calls. Turn is like a second club, it goes check, check. River is a third club. She checks, he bets like small and she check raises big. He calls almost instantly on the king high board with three clubs with two queens. And he says, you just would never play your, your value like that. And yeah. he's right. It's like really, really, and not never, of course, but very, very rarely is she not going to bet out on the river. She's so afraid it's going to go check, check right. again. So I think Busquets is actually telling a bad story. I agree. But he's doing it based on Buckley's perceived range. He thinks Buckley has either a bluff or a one-pair hand like a king. Mm-hmm. And he, he thinks the moment is big enough that it doesn't matter that the story doesn't quite add up. Because I, I, I he's he's not afraid. Right. He's willing to do it. These other guys are going to be afraid. This is I. This is going to work often enough, even though it's not really a great story. It's definitely not a good story. But I think you're right. The situation may be enough anyway. I'll, I mean, I'll tell you, if I'm Buckley and I have King Jack here, yeah, I'm going to bet the river. And when I get raised, I'm going to be very unhappy, and I'm almost certainly going to fold. Right. And it's going to be because of the moment. Yeah. I'm going to sit there and think this story doesn't really make sense. But I would just hate to be wrong here. Yeah. It's such a big deal to be wrong. I. I really haven't. I mean, I put in six million, and I, it's eight million more. Right. It's easy for us to sit in our armchairs here and say the story doesn't add up. Like you can call with one pair here sometimes against Biscay, but put yourself in that moment. And you know, I have never been in a moment that big, but I've been in some reasonably sure. big moments. Sure. And your brain gets flooded with all these fears. Like, okay, I know based on how I think and how this guy probably thinks that this story isn't quite right, but. 
God, he's just going to turn over with set and have owned me. You know, like, how did he do that? But it works. Honestly, too, a guy like Bousquet, when the story doesn't make sense, he's probably more likely to have it than not. You know, like, as opposed to when the story does make sense. Yeah. Like, his whole thing is to tell weird stories and have it, you know? Like, that's what good players do. That's how yeah. they screw you up. Yeah. So, like, that's, that's one of the ways you deal with a player like us who care about stories is, you know, you don't tell a good story. And then you, and you have it. Right. And it's like, well, I have to call because this is so weird. And it's like, right, of course. That's, of course you have to call. And, of course, I have it. You know? Right. So I think now Buckley's decision becomes kind of a game theory decision where you just are like, okay, this guy's really good. I'm just going to decide to call because I have the part of my range that I can't fold. Right, like even though we're not beating Busquet's value, except for maybe if Busquet would do King Six or King Seven, we're beating some of his value. Yeah, we are beating some of his value, which is another reason to call. Yeah, Busquet, I think, is unlucky that Buckley has as strong of a hand as he does, and Buckley does eventually call. Yeah, I mean, without question, I think you nailed it. Like, this is one of the best hands we can ever show up with based on the line we just took. Right, like. If we had king-queen, we would have bet the queen on the turn, right? Yeah. If we had kings, we would have bet kings on the turn, right? Uh, what hand can we ever have that's stronger than this that's going to show up here? Yeah. I don't know. This may be the top of our actual value range. It Maybe once in a while we'll slow play something, but basically— Maybe we can have 9-10 of diamonds. I was just going to say, we can have 9-10 yeah. of diamonds, right, on the turn. Yeah. And so we, we decide to check that yeah. specifically. Fine. Great, that's one combo. Even yeah. if we say all nine tens, which we will not have, right? It doesn't matter. This is still near the very, very top of our distribution, and the story doesn't make sense, and we can beat some value. Yeah, if you can beat some value and you're near the top of your distribution, you should almost always call. Yeah, I feel like I mean, I don't know Adrian Buckley or know how he plays, but I have to believe that even though the story doesn't add up, Busquet got unlucky here. Like I agree. I think one pair is folding a lot of the time. Unless Olivier's been doing a lot of river check raises and stuff and putting like huge pressure on people. Because yeah. I mean, I was, I'm just thinking about on uh, day two of the Millionaire Maker, right? We had played all day at this one table. And this kid who was great, he was so good, Grant. <laughs> He's the kid, he, he was the kid who was doing things like, you know, check raising all in on the river with blockers and things uh-huh. like that and, mo- and getting away with it until he finally did not. He, re- he, he picked the wrong customer and tried to bluff the old guy who had a straight on a paired board. And he didn't even have the nut straight, but he just called like right away yeah. for all the chips, like all the chips in the world. Basically, the guy it was a million chip pot on day two of this of this event. Wow, you know, it was like crazy, and the kid was just out. Um, but he was playing awesome. Uh, but he was doing this kind of stuff enough that I was like, all right, I'm just gonna have to hold on against this kid. I was already thinking about. It. I'm like, yeah. sooner or later, we're gonna get to the river. He's gonna check. I'm gonna bet my my value hand, and I'm gonna have to call when he. It's check possible Busquet has been doing that the whole final table. Like he's yeah. the guy at this final right. table for sure, and all these other guys are not the guy. Right. And like he's like, I'm not scared. You are. Let's right. see. I mean, I don't care if my story makes sense. Good luck. Right. Call. Go ahead. Be the next guy out. Have mm-hmm. fun. You know, like. So, yeah, maybe that's been going on. But, so, I, but I do think it would work against most of Buckley's range. That's I the mean, thing. I think I'm, it still I'm, works. Even I'm if saying, if though, if we see Olivier just pushing people around, pushing people around, raising all the time, check raising all the time, et cetera, et cetera, and we know Olivier thinks he can push us around and he's been successful doing it, we have King Jack on the river, we may have to call. Yeah. But that's like that's what it takes. Yeah. Even three-handed in this spot, that's kind of what it takes against a guy like Olivier. Yeah. You know, even though in some ways he's more likely not to have it than a lot of other players who would check. Well, most other players who would check raise the river, we just insta-fold. Right. Our King Jack, right? Yeah. Because when players raise the river on World Series of Final uh, World Series of Poker final tables, they always have it, unless their names are Jonathan Jaffe or Olivier Bousquet. Yeah. So if they're really great players who aren't scared, they don't have to have it. But everyone else kind of does, right? Yeah. Yep. I'm there with you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think it's a a weird 
let, let's let's sum it up here. Okay. This is how I'm going to say it. I think Bousquet takes a fishy line. Yeah. I think it's going to work most of the time anyway. Absolutely. He got really unlucky, the Buckley River Duper. 100% with you on all fronts. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Hey, a uh, quick shout out to Colin and Allie West. It was hey. nice to meet you guys. Yeah. yeah. Fans came to Portland and uh, we met them and had some dinner. It was fun. That's right. It was a great time. We yeah. argued about movies. Yep. A lot of argument. Talked a lot about YouTube yep. and videos and poker and everything. We got to learn about how Allie uh, sometimes just gets really frustrated with someone and just check raises all in. Well, again, they always fold and it works amazing. <laughs> You're giving away proprietary information here. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, okay. It's my, it's it's probably it's my fine. show. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, anyway, we're out. Okay. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life, and I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. and going to be traveling the globe.